I'm Ernest, I'm sitting here in the chapel at Walsingham, and I've been asked to share some thoughts and reflections on my experience uh, some years ago at the World Youth Day in San Diego de Compostela. I came to San Diego actually straight from Medjugorje, from a, a youth gathering there, which I'd spent the whole year organizing. I came with a television crew. We'd been also filming the gathering in Medjugorje. And we left Medjugorje and went straight almost to Santiago. It was quite a contrast, actually. The gathering in Medjugorje had been deeply intimate and spiritual. You know, just two or three thousand young people. But large, not large enough to lose something of the intimacy. And uh, uh, it was special. It was very prayerful. Santiago was uh, an immense spectacle. I mean, visually it was quite... Um, Overall, it was awesome, inspiring, a different experience. But for me, the initial my initial reaction was uh, I had never experienced the Universal Church in this kind of way. It was a huge, huge crowd of young people, and it was my first pilgrimage to Santiago. My first trip. I came with a TV crew. As I said, we were making a film on the gathering in Medjugorje and also the encounter with John Paul in Santiago. Both actually were parishes under the apostle, the same apostle, St. James. And that was partially what drew me to make this film. I felt a deep spiritual connection between the two. Santiago was milling with young people. It was my first time there, as I said. And it was, it was colorful. It was a carnival-like atmosphere. We arrived in the square outside the basilica where the relics of St. James are kept and I was looking for a, a vantage place because John Paul was arriving an hour and a half ahead of us and we managed to find a room actually overlooking the square and people kindly let us use a balcony to shoot some footage from so I had a pretty good view of John Paul entering the square in front of the basilica carrying the Santiago pilgrim staff it was uh, yeah, it was colourful. The Spaniards are very expressive, you know. I guess they're a colourful Latin people. I watched him enter wearing this brown cape. That was about as close as I got actually at that point. There were so many people. And afterwards, we actually walked down and went into the crowd to speak to some young people. I, uh, the, the film was for young people. I wanted to get their testimony as to why they were there and what they were thinking and. Uh, you know what their hopes were for the future. It was the eve of the decade of the evangelization. There was a buzz in the atmosphere at that time, I think. It was 89, and it was the official start of this decade of evangelization. And there was a lot of expectation, I think, looking forward towards the celebration of the 2000th anniversary of Christ's birth. We left there after mingling with the crowd for a while, that evening was the big encounter on this hillside outside San Diego with John Paul. So we, we left the, the shrine after lunchtime, I think. And I think we managed, having press passes, we actually managed to drive all the way to the field, Monte de Gorza, outside the shrine. And it was quite, uh, it was a spectacle. I mean, half a million young people on a hillside. I'd never in my life had such a visual so many young people from so many countries it was special special and of course I was 
making this comparison between uh, the Gaffering and Medjugorje, I think even myself, and what I encountered there. But uh, it was it was awesome, a very overpowering. And I think what struck me most deeply was the the universality of the church. You know, that in itself for me was a profound experience. Having press passes because we were making a film, we were free to walk. We weren't confined to these crowd-sectioned areas. We were fairly free to roam around. So we spent a bit of time kind of walking around down the alleyways, so to speak, separating the groups of people to find a pretty good vantage point to shoot some film from. And John Paul arrived, and I think the next two or three hours there was like a musical presentation. It was a gospel theme, but done through dance and music and at first, I was a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit disappointed. I, maybe I found it, it was beautifully musical and all this, but um, uh, it seemed a bit too, uh, I guess at some points for me, I wouldn't say worldly, but uh, it was different. It, it was very musical, very loud, and okay. It, it, it was colorful, it was colorful. Eventually, John Paul spoke, I think, after about one and a half hours of singing and dancing, um, I just felt they could have greeted the young people in a more spiritual way, but that's my opinion. But, uh, but he spoke eventually, and he always had that gift of captivating the crowd, especially the young people. Not speaking Spanish, I, I couldn't understand much of what he was saying, but I did have in my hands the press releases of what he was scheduled to say. And at that time, the theme for that World Youth Day was, I am the way, the truth, and the life. But what I do remember perhaps the most, what struck me the most, I'd have to go to the next day because we we left the young people on the hillside that night. They were camping out. I didn't camp out. We went back to our hotel room. And uh, I, say, I was thankful for that. We came back early the next morning. And um, it, it's a funny sight seeing, you know, a sea of a half million young people waking up, having slept in sleeping bags outside on the hilltop all night long. But we arrived and... Again, we, we filmed the Mass that morning. It was a beautiful Mass, visually quite quite stunning, quite stunning. And what I remember the most, perhaps for me personally, the most striking moment, because was, again, it was all in Spanish, and um, I think someone was in French and Italian. The only point where he spoke in English, and that's where I was able to register and yeah, really stood out for me, uh, was at the very end when he basically sent the young people off back to their countries to begin this, this mission of evangelization, which was the whole theme. And he spoke these words in English. I, I remember it today. It was, Dear young people, let us commit our lives to Mary, the mother of Jesus, her son, the way, the truth, and the life. And then we shall become the burning messengers of the new evangelization and the generous builders of a new civilization of truth and love. When I heard these words, it really uh, it struck something deep in my heart, and I knew I had to respond. I knew I had to respond, and I wanted to respond uh, in a very direct way to this call and this challenge. And those words, I reflected upon them over the next two or three days, and... Well, as God works, you know, he works in mysterious ways. It just so happened that in a sea of half a million young people, 
I managed to bump into two people I knew from Medjugorje. Emmanuel, a French guy who'd been a brother of the Tizay community, and his wife, Rosario, they're on the honeymoon. And uh, we had a cup of tea in a camping van outside the shrine. And they told me they were going to Fatima next. So the next day I, I flew to Madrid to the Spanish TV to get some footage of, um, they had more cameras than me, and um, I was to get some aerial shots of John Paul arriving and of the crowd scenes on the hilltop. So I spent the whole day at the TV studios there picking out footage from their archives. Then that night I decided to head off to Fatima, so I caught a train, overnight train to Lisbon. And um, at the early hours of the morning, I think it was five o'clock, the train stopped somewhere and I woke up. And I was talking to some lady in my compartment. I said, well, I'm, I'm going to Fatima and, you know, it's come from World Youth Day and I want to go there and pray. And she said, oh, if you get off here, it's just 20 minutes away by local train. So I got off my suitcase quickly and, uh, yeah, about half an hour later, the local train came along. Now it was a Fatima 20 minutes after that. Saved about five or six hours. This is my first time in, in Fatima, actually. Uh, I say first time to actually go, but it, it was actually the story of Fatima that led me to Medjugorje some years earlier, and um, what I call my initial conversion experience there, the great grace I received. So it, it was very much going back to a place that I always wanted to go to. My father had a great love for this place, and my parents were married on the anniversary of Fatima. So it, it was kind of in many ways also a deeply personal visit for me, but also I, I, want, I felt it was the place I should go to to pray about this call in my heart from John Paul and uh, how I could best respond what I felt God wanted me to do. So I went to Our Lady, to, her, her, to the shrine of her Immaculate Heart, and um, I was there for, I don't know, a week or two, I think. I can't remember. But I do remember going to the Adoration Chapel and um, praying and it was then that I had this, this image of these young people around Jesus adoring him. Um, yeah, and I, I came out of the shrine, the Adoration Chapel. I uh, saw the camper van of Emmanuel and Rosario. So I, I uh, went to greet them and with them was an uh, Egyptian sister. So we all sat in that camper van having tea and I, I was sharing with them this call that I felt in my heart, you know, to start an initiative to evangelize young people. And I, this, this image I had in prayer before the Blessed Sacrament of young people around Jesus adoring him and on a scrap of uh, paper handkerchief, I think, I wrote down four or five names that had come to me and uh, one of them was Youth 2000 and the man said, that's the name. Okay, that's what you should call it. So that was basically... Um, where Youth 2000 was born in a camper van outside the Adoration Chapel in Fatima. But very much uh, the spark had been John Porto's call to the young people for the new evangelization. And what I saw in my heart, felt in my heart through prayer, was at the very heart of this new civilization of truth and love is the heart of Christ. So, um, yeah. That just drove everything that happened that I felt was uh, in God's will to realize over the next one or two years.
Lleva a Jesucristo, camino, vida y verdad.